0: Good evening and welcome to the new season and a new episode of the neoliberal round. Um, We have been offline um, on break over the past couple of weeks and we're back with more, something more, something bigger, more content for you. We have so much has transpired and so much is happening. Um, Breaking news coming out of uh, the White House. Um, as it relates to what's going on in um, in Ukraine, Russia it has invaded has invaded Ukraine um, despite of the the threats of sanctions and despite of the sanctions that has already been applied to 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 Russia, Russia is still determined or seems to be adamant that it will be invading and has started the invasion process in fact. There are some towns and cities um, inside of Ukraine where you find loyalists, Russian loyalists, who have in some who have uh, and those cities are occupied by Russia. It's easy to it's easy for Russia to occupy those cities when you can find loyalists in those places that are loyal to Russia, um, but they and we are we are hearing um from earlier reports from MSNBC CNN Fox and other mainstream media that um, and from the reports we're getting from Russia and the reports that I have read and I have seen Vladimir Putin has indicated that um, they are hoping to go deeper into Russia and he seemed to be very dismissive or hitleric or Hitler- hitlerian in terms of the fact that he doesn't care about anything and anyone. This is what he's going to do. Um, I think the, uh, Germany has responded in terms of um, they have discontinued or halted the, um, the pipeline that goes from Russia through to Germany. Uh, which, and we believe that the, the sanctions, we thought that the sanctions that were applied previously were sanctions that would cause Russia Okay, to change their mind, but that's not the case. Excuse me, please remember that uh, some years ago, I, be, um, I believe that Russia had invaded Crimea, and they had uh, there were threats of shang- sanctions, and they still invaded Crimea, and they applied sanctions upon sanctions. How how many more sanctions can the U.S. and the United Nations? Apply. How, how? I mean, we thought that they had already applied enough sanctions that would have caused Russia to not um, invade um, Crimea, that would cause Russia to pull out of Crimea. But now they are invading the whole country of Ukraine. In fact, that was the idea; they wanted to go into Ukraine, and they already had positioned themselves in in Crimea, and that is why many persons. Um, are not as confident in terms of with how uh, the United Nations, uh, the international diplomats in the U.S. are dealing with the Russian situation. Uh, obviously, sanctions are not working with, with Vladimir Putin, and we are yet to see what's going to happen, if it's going to create some, it's some kind of destabiliz- destabilization effect um, in Europe and by its in the world uh but so that's what's happening uh, breaking news on on that front, which we will we haven't had the time to to to, to, to explore but um while we've been off offline and off air we've been of course you know that um we have we have uh several different um news feeds and social media feeds where we continue to report and put out news and provide articles and stories and papers and so on and so forth. Um, notably, Ronaldo Um We continue to, to, to provide um, blogs and articles and stories. On that feed, we also are on um, we also have a new um, LinkedIn um, page with uh, LinkedIn uh, commentary. Which is called the Neoliberal Liberal Commentary. You can go to my LinkedIn page, Ronaldo C. McKenzie, or the Neoliberal um, um, Liberal, Corporation on LinkedIn to access some of our posts, some of our um, and some of the articles and the newsletter. We also have. Um, you could also check out my Twitter feed, Ronaldo McKenzie, um, to see our latest tweets and posts and um, reviews as well. Um, we are also on Facebook and academia.edu for more for my research interests research papers drafts, um, studies dissertations and so on and so forth you can access that on academia um, rmackenzie.academia.edu but um, and the neoliberal.com website has been offline since uh, the beginning of january but we're working on some issues working through some issues there are some glitches We've lost a lot of our content, but we are working to restore the content back and also to add more content. And we're also planning on reworking the website so that it's user-friendly. It's easier to peruse and to navigate and to access. Um, For those persons who are interested in purchasing uh, um, my latest book, Neoliberalism, Globalization, Income Inequality, Poverty and Resistance, um, it's kind of difficult to find unless you go to Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Target, Walmart, Kobo, and the millions of other feeds. But if you want to access that directly from from us here at the Neoliberal or from the author, I have created an eBay website. Um, It's uh, it's Ren McKay. 90. If uh, let me look for it right now and share it with you guys, it's renmcke MCKE90. Um, if you enter that, HTTPS um, colon forward slash forward slash www.ebay.com slash renmcke mcke uh, Because If you go on eBay and type in the product, our product, neoliberalism, globalization, and community quality. You find several different um, sellers selling the book. But if you're trying to purchase it directly from me and you want a signed copy sent out to you, you can um, go to my straight directly to um, my eBay page, which is R-E-N-M-C-K-E-90, and it should come up. Um, and if you need to reach out to us, you can reach out to me at Ronaldo C McKenzie at gmail.com. Again, the contact or renaldo mckenzie at the neoliberal.com. But the safest way to contact us, of course, again, is through our social media pages, um, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, or you can send me a direct email, which is my Ronaldo c mckenzie at gmail.com. Today, I want to, uh, we have, as I said earlier in the, as we begin, we have a lot of content. Uh, a lot of content, and there's so much been happening with all um, in the world. And I want to spend some time to lift up some news for you, if I could find that. Um, But let me tell you what, if you go to my newsletter on Leighton, the the latest um, newsletter article is called Revisiting and Reimagining the Black Liga Within Neoliberal Capitalism. You know, Billy is a nigger. He don't give a shh, S-H, Axtric T, -t -t, which is a curse word which I try not to. I would like everybody to to listen to this podcast, so I won't say that S word. But the the title of the article on LinkedIn is Revisiting and Reimagining the Black Nigger Within Neoliberal Capitalism. Semicolon. Open quotation. You know, Billy is a nigger. He don't give a shh about nothing. End quote. And that's the title of the article. It was um, submitted on February 20, 2022. It is explosive. And um, I invite you guys to check it out. And we will actually, one of our episodes, we will actually be sharing from this particular um, article. And we will have it also available on on uh, on my other feeds, which is the uh, rinaldocmackenzie.blogspot.com. Um, I will also have it available on the Neoliberal website as soon as we get that up and running. Um, uh, we also did another article that you might find interesting. It's called, uh, and it's a weekly newsletter, in the Neoliberal commentary. Um, uh, on February twelfth, the the the, art, the 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 post that we did was entitled Racism, Ethnicity, Nationality, Gender. Religious affiliation, sexual orientation and our tendency to group people into race is a stra- is a strategy for control is strategy for control is a strategy for, con- is a strategy for, con- for control is a, is a strategy because I just noticed that there is a major typo error. When, when I was uh, revisiting the article. So that's um, that's the article. The other article is, uh, and we will share from that, we will share that article as well. Um, the other one that we did <clears throat> was on January 31. It's called A Short Response to Sarah Jacobs' paper entitled The Influence of Writing on Platonic Thought." The influence of writing on platonic thought. Another major story that you guys missed, this was a one was on January 30th, 2022. It says auto theft and robberies have exploded in Philadelphia and it's getting worse while the city does nothing but to reveal plan on paper. And I actually have an updated I have an update I, I have updated information as it relates to this part article, which I, when I'm finished with this uh, podcast, I will go back to the story and provide an update and, uh, and add it to my other feeds as well. Because um, as you know, that robberies and carjacking had, have exploded in Philadelphia. And I am, I am a victim of, 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 of that twice. Um, and thirdly, but well, not only am I a, a, a victim of that twice, but I, and of course, I, I did pub, uh, share an, uh, a story about some of the information I have learned while investigating this particular issue. And just two days ago, I learned something new, which I need to update on that article. Because we learned that persons were stealing cars, and young people were stealing cars in Philadelphia. We learned that it was young people, and they would rather young people steal cars. Because, you know, the justification is that if you're under, underage and, you, and you're caught stealing Car or you're caught with this in this situation, then nothing will happen. And we ha- and I did report in the article and learned through a source from a police source that um, the reason why nothing is happening as it relates to um, serious arrests and any serious dent in auto theft and robberies and carjacking in Philadelphia is because as soon as I think over 8,000, 8,000, we reported over 8,800 car j- carjacking or robberies last year, or 750 car theft, and they arrested about seven or eight, and only two or three remains in, in jail up to the time you reported it. Um, and of public pa- part of the issue is the fact that it's, it's a strategy by the criminals. They're young. And the, and, um, and the, and the next thing we are learning is that m- most of these cars have been shipped to Africa or overseas. As soon as they are stolen, and um, and they and and now we reported that persons were being paid. These young bulls were being paid, and we say we use the word young bull because that's the, that's how they're called um, in in these communities. Young bull, um, young people, um, adolescents um, are uh, are being paid four thousand. 2500 and up to 4500 or $5,000. For low-end cars, 2500 For high-end vehicles, it's about $4,500. Um, and these cars have been shipped. Uh, uh, but uh, I, I believe that um, they're, um, they're still trying to work on putting a dent in this. Since recently, they did recover the stolen vehicle, and they did recover several persons. So, but there's more. But, so we will, we will share that story. Um, for you as well. There's some other stories that we did in the past that we didn't get the chance to list up on our podcast, which I want to share. One of them was done on uh, April 3rd and 2021 in the neoliberal commentary. It's called Your Risk Aversion Determines If and How You Gamble, If and How You Invest, and How You Earn a Living as an entrepreneur or a person who works for others. And another and final story that we want to list up from the neoliberal commentary with in this season's podcast is a con it's called which was very explosive this one was written march 3rd or published march 3rd 2021 the title of this story is called a conspiracy theory myth or truth covid the democratic plot to win the u.s elections and the burden and difficulty for republicans to find proof and this was on march 3rd 2021 you can see all these stories, these, these four stories that I lifted up just now, which we will share on our podcast, um, you know, upcoming part in, in this season, in, some, in one of the upcoming episodes. Uh, so you could look out for that. Um, there, we have several other things that we have, that has happened. Um, we also have the neoliberal podcast and um, the neoliberal, um, blog. Um, Renaldo C. all McKenzie, we want to lift up some, um, Articles and posts from the from our blog, and have a discussion. We will have um, we will also have visitors who will who will join me on the set here to discuss some of these issues. Um, uh, one of the one of the issues we're going to be lifting up is, uh, is root. Roots Financial Group has acquired a forty two percent stake in Quick Cart. Um, that was published on February twenty two. The reason why this is major and major news alert for me. And for us here at the neoliberal you know we the book neoliberalism that we have written we, we conduct research about what's going on in the global south. uh um what independence do they have to control their lives and to and to experience some kind of wealth uh and it's good that we are seeing some positive news where younger people are now getting involved in in making a stick within the Caribbean owning um i think uh Roots Financial does the same thing as Western Union, but it's locally owned by local people. This is good. This is good. Um, another thing we want to lift up um, another story that we did was on February 19. The story was called In Jamaica. Now, this story hasn't been published yet, and we haven't discussed the story. It's actually, we have written the story, and it's written in a dialogue form because it's a it's a conversation I had with um, an, a, another scholar um, of, of mine who we got into a very heated conversation and the, the t- about a post that was um, posted via Facebook and shared to a group of people. And, um, and the post suggests that in Jamaica, only white people can access certain beaches and places. And... Um, and of course, that's what Lenny Linton was suggesting in his posted video via facebook um The video is no longer available um on Facebook. they have since pulled it down since um uh, we made that particular uh um posting and video available and public and uh but it's but we are gonna be i'm gonna lift up some conversations and some back and forth that we had. We're gonna have um the gentleman will be joining us in the studios. We're gonna publish the um the article in the upcoming um actually sometime this week in the Neoliberal. We have a, a, the neoliberal dot com website will be relaunched and be available sometime this week. And one of the top stories that or top articles or posting that we will that we will publish is this particular article. It's, it's not available as yet. It's called In Jamaica Only White People Can Access Certain Beaches and Places. That's the name of the story, which we will um, broadcast for the podcast. We will also have it available um, in this as a top story in this week's um, post of theneoliberal.com. It will also be available on the Neoliberal Commentary. As of Sunday, um, in the LinkedIn, in my LinkedIn uh, news feeds, and you'll, it will also be available on the C. um blog site um, this weekend as well. So that's a major story. I can't wait to make that story available to you. The, uh, another story that we are working with, um, that we're, we want to lift up um, on, for this season of the podcast, is it's called, it's called, um, ESPN first take. Who had the most? who had the more difficult path to greatness, Andre or LeBron, we want to share. We're we want we're going to be discussing. There's been a lot of, a lot's been happening in, in, in sports and we also have an interest in sports. So we're going to be talking about um, LeBron James, Michael Jordan. Um, we also want to discuss, uh, there's another story I want to lift up. It's called Schools Teach Students What to Think Instead of How to Think. Let's, um, F- Friedman asked via his LinkedIn page, schools teach students what to think instead of how to think. Now, I replied via a voluminous response on LinkedIn, which I turned into a post and an article, which I have since blogged. We will share some comments from that and have a discussion about that. Um, uh, There's been some major updates as it relates to sports again. Um, Philadelphia Sixers. The Philadelphia Sixers, Traded Ben Simmons and two low-key player, um, Andre Drummond and uh, Seth Seth Curry um, to 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 Brooklyn Nets and acquired James Harden. And of course, there had much has been said as it relates to that trade. Um, and one of the questions coming out of ESPN and a of the pundits since this trade is. Can the Philadelphia 76ers rely on James Harden to make a deep playoff push? The reason behind that trade, according to James Morey, was because they want to win now. So we're going to be stirring from, we're going to be having a discussion about that as well. And all things sports. Um, uh, some other things that we're going to be um, lifting up uh, the integrity of professional sports. There's so much new happening with sports. Um, uh, we're going to be discussing. Uh, um, an article that I have written, um, and it's it's available in my blog. It was written and uh, submitted on February 13, 2022 in the neoliberal Ronaldo C. Sorry, the the neoliberal blog, uh, renaldocmackenzie.blogspot.com. Um, the name of the article is called the integrity of professional sports are in jeopardy. The integrity of professional sports are in jeopardy. um, the integrity of professional sports are in jeopardy, especially for the National Football League, when a former Miami Dolphin coach revealed not just blatant racism by the NFL, but how teams in the background fix matches so that they deliberately lose games to get better draft picks. Further, it speaks volumes about whether we can trust the integrity of betting sports teams are playing, are paying players or coaches to tank games when people are betting one way or the other, we're gonna be um discussing that story as well um along with many other um stories, so for example, there's one story that was actually from last year that we never got chance to discuss. One was published in January. world well, one was this year january twenty two the foundations of knowledge and the Egemon, and the hegemony of faith the foundations of knowledge, and the hegemony of faith. And um, I did this article in response to a research paper I was preparing to submit at, the, at Georgetown University in partial fulfillment of the, 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 the doctor of liberal studies. And, um, and I begin by saying, for when and if we've connected with God, we shouldn't privilege that personal realization steeped in human prejudice or personal interpretation of that revelation which was probably meant for me and my divine connection. Yet we have sought to universalize a brand of divine intervention, as if to proselytize or to create franchises instead of providing a perspective that may help to inspire and advance a human soul and preserve life. For if life is to be preserved then at times an intervention that is divine may suffice to appease that divine goal of life and the enjoyment it brings the God. Of course, I'm going to stop there. That is an, uh, an article, a post that I submitted, and it's part of um, a conversation or discussions I've had within a particular paper, which I want to lift up with you because it's very revealing as we think about society today and its foundations. That gives rise to what the dynamics of society looks like looks like today, and of course, um, the last one I will discuss, the last from this particular site, which would for this for this season, is this one was published on January twenty two. It says the title is, and when I published this article, many people in the transgender community and people who are gay unfriended me. But I said the transgender community, such as LGBTQIA and trans equality et al, et al means and others, should not be fighting for equal status for their athletes in sports in terms of, in terms of getting them to compete with their new male or female counterparts. The, the, the transgender community, such as LGBT, LGBTQIA and trans equality et al, should not be fighting for equal status for their athletes in in sports in terms of getting them to compete with their new male or female counterparts. It still breeds a level of unfairness that you're fighting against. You need a new event or category with mixed trans people, given the complexity of their biology. And of course, we're going to be be discussing that, um, one of the stories on our blog on our um, on our podcast. And of course we're gonna also lift up I'm gonna be lifting up some stories that we did um, in r um, one of the one of the, um, one of the we're gonna be one of the discussion points that we will have is entitled um, The Development of Power, Privilege, Position and Status within the foundations of historical literature. And divine intervention, which is that's going to be a very that's going to that this particular topic is actually uh, forty pages of discussion, which we may have to break up into three different episodes. So this particular this season of the nearly will is going to be a much longer season because we're going to be discussing. Uh, quite a few things, and this particular topic, which I can't wait to delve into, which is the the development of power, privilege, position, and status within the foundation of historical literature and divine intervention. That particular topic, I'm looking forward to that. It's it's part of the basis of my dissertation, and it's also a continuation of the discussions from my, my two previous theses and my book, Neoliberalism. So well, I'm looking forward to that. Um, one of the discussions, another discussion that we want to lift up from one of the posting I had in my academia. edu um, website journal articles is we want to look at um, we want to we want to look at redistribution income to redistributing income to the poor comparing social assistance in Jamaica and the United States. This was submitted, this paper, this research paper was done many years ago. This research paper was done in 2010 to 2012. In Jamaica, uh, 2010 to 2012. So a lot of the information is dated, but I would, I want to spend some time to lift up some information that looks at poverty and comparing them. But... Um, we may we may not have time to look at that, but those are some of the things that we are going to be uh, we're going to be uh, we're going to be discussing in this season. Of course, we're going to be looking. We're going to be dis- we will continue to look at current current events as they as they develop. the the new and the new event, the current trend is Russia and their invasion, and you know just remember when. When, and I wanted to, if I'm not wrong, the last time we heard about Russian aggression, where they are trying to, um, where they intimidate weaker and smaller countries, was when another Democrat, no, uh, please, uh, this is, uh, I do not promote Democrats or Republicans on this particular show. In fact, I want to tell you this, if you look at my blog, in my blog, I said in my blog that the ultimate, the most important thing is, what is the ultimate of all things? And if you open up my, my neoliberal, my rinaldocmackenzie.blogspot.com, which is a blog site which I started in 2010, my first blog site, I have as the as I I pinned at the top of that blog site a particular blog that I did which I believe formed the basis behind everything I said what is the ultimate of all things that we become one with reality and with humanity in all of our individuality a man said once you label me." You negate me, God. Indeed, culture of categories, groups, and labels minimize, mitigate, and or manage change. Change is not possible when people are divided. And I talk about, you can be a liberal, but privilege that. And it becomes part of the conservative thought of the day, even when once liberal, the liberals have won the day, yes? And then conservatism is that old orthodox traditionalism that probably won the conversation of the day. So, you know, I am against privilege and position. What I am for is diversity and equality. So so I am going to make a point as it, as it relates to Russia. But the point should not be be taken to mean that I am Democrat or I am Republican okay because as a responsible fear-minded person and as an academic I have a responsibility to that which is true that which is fear that which pursues objectivity or even subjectivity without or, or pursuing perspectives that is not colored by my perspective. But the point I'm making here is the last time we heard of Vladimir Putin or Russia, Russian uh, aggression or intimidation was when a Democrat was president or when Obama was president. After that, and when the Republicans came to, when Donald Trump came to power, we didn't hear much of any Russian aggression or intimidation. But now, it's back again, or maybe I'm wrong Uh, but um, this is troubling, the fact that in the 21st century we're still having countries invade other countries with no remorse and is as if um, they have the right to invade and to trample on other people's sovereignty independence and freedom in the 21st century. That's a problem. Um, but we'll, we will continue with these discussions. And um, I actually wanted now to move into what we want to discuss today. But we, I don't know if we have enough time. We have been online for 33 minutes. So, so we may not have time. So today was basically introducing... Um, welcoming you all back to the new episode and getting you ready for the next um, for for the season. Next week we will be looking at um, next week we're going to be discussing neoliberalism, globalization, income inequality, poverty, and resistance um, in the next episode because uh, there's so much happening with that book which I really I really haven't uh, had much time to engage you guys with uh, what's been happening with neoliberalism um, and to have some time to discuss some of its contents and some of the break uh, the groundbreaking thought so we will we will we will pick that up for the next um, for the next episode and uh, in the meantime if you have any comments any suggestions you could send it to me at Renalo at gmail.com again it's Renaldo at gmail.com um, or you could uh, go to my uh, social media feeds, Facebook, Twitter, um, Instagram, LinkedIn, or you could send, um, go visit my website, www.theneoliberal.com, and you could send us a message there. But for now, the website is down, and we're working on getting it up by uh, probably within the next two days. It will be up and running again. So in the meantime, you can use the other channels. I would like to thank you for supporting the neoliberal um, round podcast. Um, we are a locally grown community-based um, podcast or news channel, and we will only get better from here. Um, we just published a book, um, two books in one, which I can't wait to te- I'm so excited to talk to you guys about at, on the next episode. Tell your friends about this show. Support us, um, tweet about us, um, share, a, talk about us on your Facebook, and, um, and tell us about how we can improve the program. Thank you so much, and I, uh, and I hope you have a great day. Take care.